Revelation Enterprise has got a brand new song, man, and it's awesome. Can't wait to play the song today. And the guy doing the singing is Leon Bass. Hello, Leon. How are you doing? Hey, how are you doing? Incredible being with you. Lovely. And uh, to all your listeners, it's incredible to be with you today. (laughs) Okay, Leon, so I want to first find out who you are. If you had to describe yourself to someone, you're at home, you're wearing no shoes, you're just yourself, you don't have to impress anyone. Who are you there? Yeah, I'm just Leon. I'm a father of twin amazing little daughters. They are almost three now. And I'm a husband to an amazing wife. And... um, yeah, I think if I could just say I'm, I'm a son of God. I just every day experience his love and his pleasure and his favor over my life. And um, I just want to, yeah, the joy in life. That is my purpose. I think God has a, a joy around him and, and he blessed me with the same joy. So you will see if I'm somewhere, so I'm, I'm there to enjoy and, and to show something of Christ. <laughs> okay, well, I'm, I'm curious about the twins one because I've got twins as well, but mine are now teenagers, so also girls. So when you found out that first time when your wife calls you and says, it's two, how did you take it? So, yeah, what actually happened was we went to the gynecologist, and um, so we were so excited. Uh, we, we were pregnant, and uh, I, I, I just remember that um, I saw that that uh, that screen. But you can't see anything, actually, because uh, you're not a doctor. You need to really read what's going on there. And the doctor said, wait a minute. No, there's two. I, I see two. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, yo, the budget can do now. But um, but yes, it was an incredible experience just to know that God blessed us with, blessed us with two babies. And af- actually, if a, there's a little testimony in there as well. Um, uh, when, when we found out there was two, one of the babies um, didn't look very well. And uh, so, so she said, listen, um, she started preparing us for a miscarriage. She said, listen, I've never seen that someone would, a baby would make it if, if it looks like this. And I just said, listen, Lord, you blessed us. And at that moment, I just stopped the doctor. And I said, listen, everything you just said, I, I will cancel that in the name of Jesus. It's his will, and we will pray life over this baby. So that first moment wasn't the best moment for us. But we saw just miracle upon miracle upon miracle, God providing, God coming through. And today we have two healthy little babies. You won't see a difference. It's, it's, they are doing very well. They're very clever, very witty. So it's, it's a testimony from the start. And then also suddenly becoming a father. I mean, other fathers, at least, they can sort of ease into it with one baby. When you've got two babies, you and your wife are in it, boots and all. If she's handling one, you've got to sort of handle the other. So how did fatherhood agree with your system? Did you love it? I couldn't wait to become a father. It was something that I've been dreaming of my whole life. I just remember one night, we were, we, they were two days old. And so, so obviously, as two babies, they both need to be fed. And uh, it was two days in, I had the bottle and uh, I was feeding her inside the bed. And I just <laughs> fell asleep and the baby fell into the bed. Um, but, but other than that, it, it, obviously, it takes a lot of out of your system. It's a big shock. But the love that you have for them just makes everything, you just want to do it. So, um, yeah, I, it's, it's an incredible journey for me. I love them so much. <laughs> Lian, was it an eye-opener, babies now? Children, when you became a dad, was it an eye-opener for you about how God feels about you as a father? I mean, you, you can't get that before you want to die for these children in your arms to, to, to understand how God now feels about you. Oh, definitely, definitely. 
I think that's the biggest discovery that anyone can have is what is the father's heart for them? Wow. What's, what's that real intense love that, that he has for you? I mean, the word says that, that we are God's masterpiece. The, the Greek word that's used there is the word poema. It means he, we are his poem. God didn't just create us in, in a moment. I think there was planning. There was a thought. He, it was, he was intentional with us. And so, and he loved us so much. Just imagine this. He loved us so much that he was willing to sacrifice his son for us. So, and if I just can think how much I love my children, would I sacrifice them for anyone in this world? I don't think I have the ability. But something comes over you when you think this is the love that the father has for me. And even more than that, it just brings me, it brings me to a place where I want to discover life in its fullest not just exist, but flourish in every part of my life. So yeah, it definitely that brought another, a whole another aspect to, to, to life, to realize how much the father loves us. Eh? Mm. So tell me about the music in your life. Uh, what about music? Do you play the instrument? Are you the singing one? Do you write the music? Where, where does the music fit into your life? Yeah. So actually it's a, it's an amazing story. Um, uh, yeah. I played guitar from, from when I was a little boy. But uh, I, uh, I never thought that, that, that this would be a very central part of my life. Um, I, uh, I, uh, out of school, we had a few bands and I played in a few pubs and so on. And uh, one, we, when I was just out of school, my friend phoned me and said, listen, I need a worship leader at my church. Do you lead worship? And I said, listen, friend, <laughs> um, no. Um, but then he said, no, listen, we will pay you. We need someone to make music here and and I said, okay, now I'll do it. And uh, it was for grade seven kids. It was a grade seven ministry. And my very first moment leading worship was before about 200 grade seven kids. And something happened in that moment. I was singing a song, um, God of the City. It's an old song. Um, but God spoke to my heart. And, it, and, and from there, it just went. I, just, I knew I had a calling for ministry. I knew that God called me for something bigger to, ex- to exhibit his glory. In, in the ministry that, that he called me to. And so I, ju- I just yeah put everything in it to become the better musician, a better worship leader, ministering to people. So that's, that's, that's how it went. But how are you so convinced Jesus is real? What happened in your life that actually transformed a spiritual, invisible God into a reality that you just couldn't refute? I had a moment in my life um, actually where my parents went through a very rough patch um, uh, when, when I was at, uh, about just out of school. And I clearly remember that, um, that I said to God, if you really exist, come help these people, come help my parents. Um, and uh, I didn't feel anything at that moment. And I said, listen, I don't think you are real. I don't think um, what you are, you say you are. So I went into about a two, three month period um, when I was 18 years old where I didn't believe. Um, and I remember my, my grandmother uh, invited me to church here in Pretoria. One, she just wanted me to take her to an event at church. And uh, there was a, a lady singing that in that service. And I can clearly remember it was that song, Come, Lord Jesus, come. Holy Spirit, come. And at that moment, I had a very real experience with God. I heard him say, Leon, I have a plan for your life. Uh-huh. I love you so much. There's just something inside your spirit that knows there's a father that loves me. And I came to, 
to believe that Jesus Christ exists and um, he has a plan for my life. So it's, it's much bigger. I think it's an everyday experience with him in my devotional time. You know, you know if, you, if you really want to be in a relationship with someone, you need to spend time with them every day. So it's, it's not just a moment in my life, but every day I can see comes through the doors that he opens for me in, in ministry and, and um, in my life. I can see, listen, he's very real. He's more real than anything that I can see in front of me now. So, yeah. That that would be that would be the the answer to to being in a relationship and knowing that he's a very real God that has a plan for our lives. Okay, then just before we get to the song, um, Revelation Enterprises. There's lots of people with great talent that's part of this movement, and the one thing that happens when you've got musicians who are good at what they do is that sometimes um, in in with a heart for excellence. You've somehow got to find that balance between God being God in the worship still and being open to flowing in worship um, and being vulnerable before the Lord versus that excellence where you practice beforehand and you've got a set list and and you know exactly what's Mm. coming 20 minutes ahead of the time because it's just that ordered and everything like that. Um, do you find that sometimes it's a challenge to stay spontaneous and to stay vulnerable and even flexible before the Lord when, when the culture is, is excellence even to perfection? You know, that's a very big question. Um, and I think there would be different people will answer this question differently. But there's a value that I live by. As soon as it becomes more about the program than the people, then we've missed something. Um, as soon as as we focus more on, you know, we have a thing in Dr. Dio in the church that I'm at. We say we are not professionals, but we are excellent. Mm. So we strive for excellence. But in every service or every moment, we, we have the privilege to lead worship. There's a place where we need to humble ourselves and say, Lord, this is not about us. It's about you. And the philosophy I live by is the times that I've planned everything so meticulously, God uses that to an incredible moment. So this is saying, yes, now I'm going to go to Africa and say, but I can hear with a plan as if all is going to happen, and as if it is going to happen. But there's a sensitivity to the Holy Spirit that I, that I think um, uh, we, we need to live by. Be excellent. But be open to to listen. What is God saying about the hearts and in the moment that is that is that is there? The people that is there. Listen to what He wants to do in that moment, and and be open to move your set or move the service to to touch them and to 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 know that they have a moment with Christ. You know, Jesus says, "I didn't come to be served; I came to serve." Mm. And with that heart, you can you can really. Uh, see a bigger impact in your worship services. Um, well, that's that's in my experience that I've that I've seen. Yeah, yeah. I I find it sometimes hard to keep that balance. Um, it's like mm-hmm. it it sort of wants to lean over to the one side or lean over to the other side, where where people leave the excellence in favor of you know flow, and then sometimes it gets all mm-hmm. messy and you get lost in the flow, or it gets so excellent and 
and um, structured and everything that it ends. It sounds so beautiful. You're even creating moments and all of that, but it's mm-hmm. not sincere. It's not surrendered. You're still the boss of it all, you know? Um, and to me, that's, that's a hard thing. It's something that I keep struggling with when it comes to this balance between the two of that. Okay, let's get to the song. Axel Singh. Who wrote the song? What's the story behind the song? Tell us all. So, yeah, um, I had the privilege to write this song um, uh, a few years ago. So, in the Afrikaans context, we struggled with... There is a lot of Afrikaans songs, um, but we we found ourselves at a place where we wanted to sing new songs. We wanted to sing eternal truths, but, but with a new sound. And so... Uh, my worship team and I, we wrote this song and we started singing it in, in our congregation. And uh, we really felt that people, it, it speaks to people's hearts. You know, the, the song says, if you find yourself in darkness and it feels like all hope is lost, the one thing that we have is our voice. We can praise God in that moment. And so, so it became something of an anthem in our church. And within the Doxodeo context, we have what we call the Record Forum. That is where we can send the songs that we write within our campuses. And we submitted that song to, to this forum. And that is where all, all of the musicians and worship leaders sit together and say, listen, we think this song has potential. And they said, listen, your Axel Singh has a potential to become something. And all of them jumped in and said, listen, let's do this. Let's do that. Let's add this. Let's take this away. And I'm so amazed with that, what came out um, in this process. Um, so, yeah, that is, that is how the song uh, came to be. And uh, we're so excited to see people already engaging in it. And, and we, we can see they like it. And uh, that is awesome to see. But that does take a little bit of humility to give it to a forum. And then they start you know, tinkering with your song and changing something, like letting go that it's not your song anymore. It becomes our song. There is a little bit of vulnerability around that, isn't it? No, definitely, definitely. Um, but that's the thing that we've discovered. Uh, there's, there's a blessing when people come into unity. Um, we have to take out any, any form of pride of, that, that, that can put us on a place where we think, this, listen, this is about us. God gave, I'm God gives to this world, you know. Um, we saw in this process where people just say, listen, I'm, I'm not here to serve just my dream. I'm, I'm here to serve what Jesus wants to do in our city. And um, uh, uh, when, when every worship leader submits songs, we have to be open to, 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 to say, listen, this works and this doesn't work. Um, there's, there's, there's something amazing that comes out of that when you humble yourself in that process. So it's not, it, it, it was difficult in the beginning, obviously. <laughs> um, but now we can see the benefit and the advantage of that. And then you do a video. You go and you record all of that. That must have been interesting to find a concept to convey what the heart of the song is. Yeah, definitely. Um, it was actually so uh, uh, amazing process. Um, to, to shoot that video, we had an amazing uh, uh, production company that, that was part of that. And we chose a venue. And I can remember we, we, we shot that video on a roof of a building um, in, in, in Pretoria, in the inner city. And um, we played that song on speakers very loud. And I could just see in the spirit, the, this Axel Sim, um just in the spirit going over the city. And I could see the restoration be happening within the city. 
because we declare the truth of God over that city. Um, and that was an amazing experience. God just brought everything together and, and we just witnessed something amazing happening in that moment. So, but is it, it is incredible to be part of, to see this album coming to life and, and serving many churches and being part of videos and everything. What a privilege. Okay, so if people want an anthem to sing truth over wherever their church is at, they want to get hold of the song. That's the nice thing about how life has changed, how the music industry has changed. You can have one song and it can go everywhere. So if people want to connect, if they want to get hold of that song, where do they go to? Well, it's, uh, it's on, on all the uh, major platforms, um, but you can go to iTunes and Spotify and all those major platforms. It's on there. It's downloadable. It's avail- available, the whole album. Uh, it's, it's available on YouTube, and it's available on the website, uh, uh, revelationenterprises.co.za. And Revelation Enterprises is where they can connect if they want more information or to get you guys to perform or anything like that as well. Yes, exactly. All the information is on on the Facebook page, also on the website. We are part of Revelation Enterprises. They can connect with us there. Um, That would be amazing. Okay, guys. Leon Bass is going to do the honors up next. The song's called Axel Sing, and uh, I know you're going to love it.